Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 428, The Markings of Life. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. I'll be going to see Coldplay perform this August, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I look back at three years of being an entrepreneur. Well, hello there. Happy Monday to you. I hope you had a great weekend. And I know I say that every Monday, but it's true. I truly do hope that you had a great weekend, whether you spent it with family or friends or working or whatever it was. I hope it was a good one. For me, we worked out in the yard. We built a a raised garden with my daughter. We had a garage sale. It was busy and I'm sore, but it was a good weekend. So I'm glad to be back here in the chair recording this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And uh, let's get it kicked off with today's fun fact. Now, You might be one of those people out there who's trying to lose a little bit of weight to get ready for swimsuit season, right? Well, we've got some good news for you. Here's a weight loss tip that uh, requires no exercise and no change in eating habits. Yeah, I got your attention, didn't I? It only requires a little bit of travel. Did you know? that you weigh less at the equator. It's true. At the equator, the centrifugal force due to the spinning of the earth is at its maximum and vanishes at the poles. This means that the attractive force of gravity is slightly reduced because it is directed toward the center of the earth while the centripetal force is directed outward from the center. The effective acceleration of gravity at the poles is, and I hope I'm saying this right, correct me, someone write it and correct me if, I, if I'm missing this up, but the effective acceleration of gravity at the poles is 980.665 centimeters per second per second, while at the equator it is 3.39 centimeters per second per second less due to the centrifugal force. So, I know that's all sciencey. I don't get it all either. Maybe some of you do. But here's the stuff that anybody can understand. If you weighed 100 pounds at the North Pole on a spring-style scale, at the equator, you would weigh 99.65 pounds or 5.5 ounces less. Sorry if I got your hopes up. (laughs) Now, here's the other cool thing. Your mass in grams, however, would stay the same because grams is a measure of the resistance of a body to being moved and has nothing to do with acceleration or gravity. Your mass in kilograms would remain the same. It is common for people to use pounds and grams interchangeably, but they are not. So, there you go. Really cool stuff. There's a way to lose a little bit of weight. Just got to go to the equator. Sorry if I got your hopes up. I know I said that already. (laughs) That's a cool fun fact, though, don't you think? I had no idea you could weigh less at the equator. All right. Well, I want to invite you to be a part of the Friday Forum. And for this week, 
I want to do something we haven't done in a long time, and that is I want to invite you to send in your thoughts dealing with a specific topic. Now, since this coming Sunday is Mother's Day, I think it would be a great topic to have Friday Forum contributions dealing with your moms or your grandmothers, those people who have had a motherly influence in your life. What are some things that you learned? Or what are some things that you have learned by being a mother? Or here's another idea for you guys out there. If those two ideas uh, didn't get you, well, the second one probably didn't since you're not a mother. What about sharing a story that you've learned from your wife as she has demonstrated some of her motherly attributes? Okay, so there's just a few ideas. Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday. Let's hear your Friday Forum contributions about Mother's and Mother's Day. You can do that by calling 304-837-2278 or head over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. And one last thing, the um, podcast award nomination phase is now over. And I'll let you know as soon as we find out whether or not any of our shows have made it into the voting round. But I just want to take this moment today and thank you, all of you, who took the time to nominate this podcast and other Golden Spiral Media podcasts. We truly appreciate it. We appreciate you listening each day and your support in all of these different ways. And I just want to say thanks. So thank you. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. Can you believe that we've already made it to May? That's right. As I said, Mother's Day is less than a week away. That means my 17th wedding anniversary is less than two weeks away. And tornado season is in full swing here in my neck of the woods. Time sure flies by. One other evidence of this truth will occur tomorrow, May 3rd. Tomorrow will be my three-year anniversary of my final day at my old job. Wednesday, May 4th, is not only Star Wars Day, but it will mark my third anniversary of being a full-time entrepreneur. I didn't intentionally choose Star Wars Day as my entrepreneurial anniversary, but you have to admit, it's a pretty cool day to share. Yeah. Well, this third anniversary is a big deal to me. As I mentioned in a recent episode, my CPA told me that hitting the three-year mark is a big deal. And since she said that, it's kind of stuck in my mind. She said that it takes most businesses three years to hit their stride and make it. Now, I thought she would be mistaken. I thought that I would, you know, hit my stride long before then. But she wasn't wrong. It's really amazing to look back at the landscape of these last three years and observe the journey that I've made. So that's what I like to do today. That is, I'd like to just look back at the landscape, not just of these three years, but of my life. And I'd like you to do the same. Now, I've spoken before about how these milestone moments should be cherished. When we reach a birthday, an anniversary, or another easily trackable day in our life, it's really important to use those days as gauges. I don't know about you, but I love racing games. For my iPad, I love to play Real Racing 3. When I'm in the midst of a race, there are a few things that I keep track of. I look at my braking speed going into the corners so that I can take the optimal line and maintain top speed without going off the track. 
I like to see what place I'm in and how many laps are left in the race. I look to see if there are areas of the track that provide a bit of a shortcut. But my goal is to win the race, and to do that, I need to track my progress against the competition and make sure that I'm improving my performance each lap. I track the former by keeping an eye on the gauge that tells me how far I am from the guy in front of me and the guy behind me. Those gauges are helpful, but not always accurate. For example, if I'm braking hard to enter a hairpin corner and the guy behind me is on a straightaway, what's going to look like he's a lot closer at that moment than he truly is? When I accelerate out of the corner and he reaches the corner, well, it will sort of even out, except that I may then be in an S-curve. So it's not really possible to truly gauge how I'm doing compared to my competition. Instead, I have to monitor it and make sure that my average distance overall is going in the direction that I want. So better yet, I keep an eye on my lap times and make sure that I'm improving my lap times as I go through the race. I can use all that data to help me improve my position on the track and improve my performance in future races as I learn more about each track. If I didn't monitor those things throughout the race, I'd have no idea how I was doing, what I could do to improve, or perhaps even what enabled me to get to my current position on the track. And so it is with these milestone times of our lives. They are a practical way of checking our lap times to make sure that we're making progress. So I've been looking back at the tapestry of my life a lot over the last few months. It's been a really interesting journey for sure. And I bet my tapestry looks a lot like yours. It's filled with fun times and sad times, embarrassing times and proud times. It's filled with mistakes that I wish I hadn't made. And it's filled with some very fortunate moments. It's filled with times that I couldn't have made it without the help of family and friends. And it's filled with moments when friends and family wouldn't have made it without me. My tapestry is filled with life. All of these things I described are just a fraction of the things that are the markings of life. Here's what I've learned. A few nights ago, my son and I were on a walk, and he asked me an unexpected question. He said, Dad, which one of your old girlfriends do you like the least? (laughs) I have no idea why he asked that question, but it caused me to laugh out loud. I told him I didn't have an answer. I liked all of them at the time we dated, but that wasn't the main reason I didn't have an answer. I went on to tell him that even my most recent girlfriend was nearly 20 years ago. I said that I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago, and I didn't expect that any of my ex-girlfriends were the same person they were 20 years ago either. Even if I didn't like one of them back then, There's no way for me to know what they're like today. I like who I am today. I like where I'm at today. I like that I quit my corporate job three years ago. I like that I chose to marry Carrie Brunson. I like that we've chosen to live in Edmond, Oklahoma. I like that we are still happily married after 17 years. But don't think for a moment that I'm happy staying where I'm at. I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to learn. I want to continue to love my wife more each day. 
I want to continue to get better at my craft and many other things. Moving, growing, learning, loving, and changing means that mistakes are heading my way. That's part of life. But mistakes are often where we learn and grow the most. And mistakes are the markings of life. If you cut down a tree, you'll see rings. Those rings tell you how much the tree grew, how old it lived, where it had to make it through a dry spell, or even if it suffered a scarring blow. Those are the markings of life. If you look at sedimentary stone, it will tell you a very similar story. You'll see layer upon layer of age, growth, deposits, and the moments when the rock was cut the deepest. You'll be able to see where the rock stood firm and where the rock gave way to let water and wind pass by. Those are the markings of life. We all have markings of life, and they tell us how we got here. We didn't get here alone. We didn't get here without help. We didn't get here without victories. And we didn't get here without mistakes. But we are here. Where will my journey take me next? What will my tapestry look like this time next year? How will I grow and learn this year? What will the markings of this life be next May? I don't know, but there is only one way to find out. I guess it's time to hit the accelerator and find out what's around the next corner. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And leave us a review in iTunes by going to GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash iTunes.